Chapter seventy three of Explanation of Catholic Morals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Explanation of Catholic Morals by John H. Stapleton. The Massacre of the Innocents. Herod the Bloody slew all under two a modern moloch a creature of lust and blood disguised often under the cloak of respectability stalks through a christian land denying the babe the right to be born at all demanding that it be crushed as soon as conceived there is murder and murder but this is the most heartless cowardly and brutal on the catalogue of crime it is bad enough to cut down an enemy to shoot him in the back but when it comes to slaying a victim as helpless as a babe incapable of entering a protest innocent of all wrong save that of existing when even baptism is denied it and thereby the sight of god for all eternity when finally the victim is one's own flesh and blood the language of hell alone is capable of qualifying such deeds do not say there is no injustice every innocent human being at every stage of its existence from the first to the last born or unborn has a natural and inalienable right to live as long as nature's laws operate in its favor being innocent it cannot forfeit that right god is no acceptor of persons a soul is a soul whether it be the soul of a pontiff a king or a sage or the soul of the unborn babe of the last woman of the people in every case the right to live is exactly the same the circumstances regular or irregular of its coming into life not being of its own making do not affect the right in the least it obeyed the law by which every man is created it could not disobey for the law is fatal its presence therefore cannot be morally obnoxious a crime on its part whether its presence is a joy or a shame that depends solely on the free act of others than itself and it is for them to enjoy the privilege or bear the disgrace and burden that presence may occasion poverty suffering it may even endanger life what if it does has a person in misfortune the right to strike down another who has had no part in making that misfortune life does not begin at birth but precedes it prenatal life is truly life that which is conceived is being it lives as essentially as a full-grown man in the prime of life being the fruit of humanity it is human at every instant of its career being human it is a creature of god has an immortal soul with the image of the maker stamped thereon and the veto of god thou shalt not kill protects the life or it has no meaning at all the psychological moment of incipient life the instant marked by the infusion of soul into body may furnish a problem of speculation for the savant but even when certitude ends and doubt begins the law of god fails not to protect no man who doubts seriously that the act he is about to perform is a crime and is free to act or not to act is anything but a criminal if he goes ahead notwithstanding and does the deed if i send a bullet into a man's head doubting whether or not he be dead i commit murder by that act and it matters not at all in point of fact whether said person were really dead or not before i made sure 
in the matter therefore which concerns us here doubt will not make killing justifiable the law is when in doubt do not act then again as far as guilt is concerned it makes not a particle of difference whether results follow or not sin you know is an act of the will the exterior deed completes but does not make the crime if i do all in my power to effect a wrong and fail in the attempt through no fault of my own i am just as guilty before god as if i perpetrated the crime indeed it is more than a desire to commit sin which is sinful it is the specific sin in itself and in this matter it is murder pure and simple this applies with equal force to the agent who does the deed to the principal who has it done or consents to its being done to those who advise encourage urge or cooperate in any way therein as well as to those who having authority to prevent neglect to use it the stain of blood is on the soul of every person to whom any degree of responsibility or complicity can be attached if every murderer in this enlightened christian land of ours received the rope which is his or her due according to the letter of the law business would be brisk for quite a spell it is a small town that has not its professional babe slaughterer who succeeds in evading the law even when he contrives to kill two at one time he does not like to do it but there is money in it you know and he pockets his unholy blood money without a squirm don't prosecute him if you do he will make revelations that will startle the town as for the unnatural mother it is best to leave her to listen in the dead of night to the appealing voice of her murdered babes before the tribunal of god's infinite justice their blood calls for vengeance End of chapter 73